Hello, people. So it's Chris here. Sean was not available to record. So I'm going to give my quick thoughts and reactions from the PGA, and then we'll do a big episode together later in the week. Anyway, glad you tuned in. Boy, this is going to be weird talking by myself, but you're listening wherever you are. I have a question for you right off the bat. What have been the best majors to watch in the last decade? So basically since 2011, go on Wikipedia. You can see every major that's been played since 2011. Refresh your memory. What are the top five best majors? For me, this week was a top five major in the last decade. So my list, my list in chronological order, 2017 Masters, when Sergio won, he battled Justin Rose. It was his first major. It was incredible. 2017 Open, Spieth versus Kuchar. Spieth had that, he had a crazy Sunday. Blew it way right on 13. He had that whole unplayable debacle hitting from the range. Then he went on a crazy run to finish. He made that eagle, the go get that putt. That was an awesome tournament. And that was after Spieth had choked in the Masters, so it was kind of his comeback. 2018 Masters. Now, the end sucked because Patrick Reed won, but the tournament was incredible, if you remember that. That was Reed battled Rory for most of the tournament, and on Saturday they had that crazy day. They were both dealing, and then Sunday... Rory faded and but Spieth started the day nine back and he went on a crazy run and it was like holy shit Spieth's gonna Spieth's gonna do this and then Ricky was there and Ricky birdied 18 and he only finished one back there was a ton of players in the mix so 2018 Masters unreal tournament shitty winner but unreal tournament and then I think the best major that's ever been held is the 2019 Masters. Tiger Woods, return to glory. No need to describe that one to you. That's probably the most significant golf tournament that's ever been played. And then 2021 PGA. Phil, I think it's fair to say, Phil, or this win, it was a top five major in the last decade in terms of a viewing experience. In terms of the significance and the shock factor and course, the setup, how it played out, it was an unbelievable tournament. Honorable mentions for best majors, 2014 PGA, Rory, Ricky, Phil, Valhalla, super exciting. 2016 US Open, DJ, it was at Oakmont, he had the fucking rules debacle again and there were guys coming in and out, Sergio was contending, um... 2013 U.S. Open at Marion, Justin Rose, Phil was right there. He almost holed the wedge on 18, I believe. That was a good one. 2016 British Open, Stenson versus Phil. I'm realizing Phil's in fucking all of these ones. Phil versus Stenson, they dueled it out. It was awesome to watch. And then 2015 Open, Spieth going for the third leg of the Grand Slam. He doesn't get there. ZJ charges on Sunday, crazy weather day, gets into a playoff with Leishman and Oosthuizen, I believe. Jason Day hadn't won a major at that point. He missed a putt on 18. It was crazy excitement. Zach Johnson ended up winning. Honestly, 
that might be a top five. That might go in the top five. But anyways, all four days this week were terrific. And even watching the tournament on Friday, it it almost felt like a Saturday of a major. You, you felt that excitement from the very beginning. And it was almost U.S. Open-esque, the way the course was playing, the way the wind came up on Friday, and then the course started drying out, and they really let it kind of burn out Saturday and Sunday, which was awesome. The way, just the way it progressed, I mean, the lead flipped around the first two days, but then Phil kind of went to the top, but so many people were lurking. Everyone thought Kepka was going to win. It was it was awesome, especially on Sunday, that front nine it was what there were what three four holes with multiple shot swings and you just felt like anything could happen so it was awesome and i was lucky enough to be there on thursday i watched rory kepka and jt most of the day on thursday watched kepka double his first hole of the tournament and he like blew it right he hit a tree or whatever he made a terrible putt and made double. And it was like, okay, Kepka, he had the knee. No one thought he would play well. Doubles the first hole. Okay, it's over. You know, Kepka's out of it. it is kind of what it what it looked like, you know. And then Rory, God. Well, I mean, at first, well, so he bogeyed his first hole, but then he made a couple birdies. He was kind of playing some good golf there in the beginning and then faded on his back nine, which was the front. And never got to go in again. Well, I'll talk about Rory in a little bit. But it was great following. I mean, watching them warm up. I was on the range. I was sitting right behind Hideki, Morikawa, JT, Kokrak, and Rory. And they were right in a row. And hearing the sound of the contact, seeing the ball flight, it is so different. I mean, I'm a plus handicap. And... The way I hit the ball is nowhere near where these these guys hit the ball. And you can tell it immediately. The sound, it's the way each ball is flighted. Each ball has a purpose. And it just falls, you know, it either falls out of the sky to the left or it falls out of the sky to the right. Everything has such good rhythm. It's truly incredible. And if you haven't been to a golf tournament, you need to go. And watch the best players in the world because it's truly something that you can't experience on TV watching it in person. So, you know, and I've been to tons of golf tournaments, but every time I have that appreciation of like, this is this is a totally different sport, what these guys are doing. And that golf course is so difficult. And it's, you don't really even notice the length when you're there watching it. You just notice the the dunes, the sand, the trouble that's lurking, how visually intimidating that course is. It was just really cool. So I got a great spot on 17 on Thursday and the tee was actually a little bit up, but I was, I got right behind the tee box and saw Morikawa, Hideki, Bryson, and then Rory, Kepka, JT. Oh my gosh, that hole. Oh, and I saw the Hovland... Fuck, what group was Hovland in? Whatever, the Hovland group as well. It was insane how intimidating that hole is. I mean, and the tees were up, but the way that water 
is on the right sh with the green shape, kind of how it's skinny in the front and it goes out left to right. And then those bunkers on the left where you know if you bail out there, you're going to have a hard time making par. So looking at that hole, oh my gosh, it was so intimidating. And the wind was started to blow. And these guys just hit the most pure, flighted, stinging shots with the except, I think, oh, so Lee Westwood must have been in that group because Lee hit it in the water. But besides him, I mean, they were just hitting the most beautiful shots into that green, into what a scratch golfer would probably just make a double there and move on. Like, it was legit an insane hole. So those are my thoughts for Thursday. Really cool being there. Go to a golf tournament. Go to a major. This was an, an unbelievable venue for a golf course. It always has been. And I think it really elevated the status of the PGA. So my thoughts on Phil winning at 50. What it means for golf, it's a, actually, I think, a very significant week. You know, I was talking about the most exciting majors to watch in the past decade. But in terms of the most significant majors, I think it could almost be top three. You know, Tiger in 19, maybe Hideki this year with being the first male Japanese player to win a major. Those would probably be the two. And then Phil, I think. You could argue with the top three most significant majors in the last decade, maybe in the last 20 years. And I, I think Tigers is the most significant ever. Phil is in this conversation. I mean, this week, winning at 50 years old is something that's not going to be top for a while. At least not until this kind of young group of JT, uh, Spieth, Morikawa, Hovland, you know, Berger, these guys, until they get up to maybe this age range where we see one of those guys kind of stick it out, stay really healthy, keep their length, and get it done. But man, for Phil to do this, no... Phil has almost become, and I know he's won. I know he won 2019 at Pebble, and he won 2018 in Mexico. But he's almost kind of become like a meme of sorts on the golf course. Like he's this legend. He's exciting to watch. He's great with the fans. But you never view him as a guy who's going to win a golf tournament, and especially a major. But he's playing, you know, he's played some good golf and he's still healthy he hits the ball a long way and i know he shot seven under at wells fargo and then he totally collapsed i mean that's kind of what it is it's like oh phil shoots seven under at wells fargo no one still thinks he's gonna win i mean he's still kind of a meme at that point and you know blows up or whatever i really did not think phil had a chance even on friday i was like you know the guy knows how to win but you just don't see him doing it because he can be so erratic. You don't know really what the state of his mental side is. And so I really didn't think he had a chance to win. But for him to get paired with Kepka on the final day, you have this guy who's won every major that he's basically contended at. Where if Kepka's in the final group and if Kepka's near the lead, 
he's going to win. And that's seriously what it's been. It's almost been a Tiger-esque presence for Kepka in the last few years. And I know he hasn't been there in a little bit with his knee. But once he started playing well, once he got up that board, it was like almost like a predetermined result that Kepka was just going to win. And it seemed like that. I mean, the first hole, Phil three putts. Kepka just just brushes in this beautiful birdie. Lead flips, and it's like it seemed like right there the tournament was over. Kepka knew he was going to win. Phil knew he was going to fade. Everyone knew Kepka was going to win. But then it didn't. And I don't know I don't know why. I don't know why Kepka played so bad on Sunday. He was missing short putts. He didn't drive it great. He actually hit some horrendous drives. He hit some really bad second shots, some layups on par fives. He just wasn't sharp. He hit some really sloppy shots, which he cannot do, especially with the shit that he talks. He cannot do that because I think he was rattled. And part of it might be because apparently Kepka, when he was like eight years old, asked Phil for an autograph at the Masters. And Phil turned him down. And so maybe Kepka has demons from that. But I thought the Phil Kepka, I thought Phil being paired with Kepka was was really bad for Phil. I thought the Louie pairing on Saturday was perfect for Phil. I thought him with Kepka, he would almost be intimidated by Kepka. It seemed like it was the other way around. It seemed like Kepka was rattled to be playing with Phil. And maybe that's because, you know, everyone wanted Phil. All the fans there were rooting for him. He holed out on five from the bunker. It kind of sparked something. I I don't know, but th- something was wrong with Kepka, And Phil, for some reason, had that juice where he was still playing with the crowd. He was still, you know, chatting with his caddy and having fun with it. Um, but he was also very locked in. And it was just incredible to see. I can't under- understate or overstate. I don't know. That probably sounded really fucking stupid, but I can't say enough about how incredible this win is. And I almost thought that, you know, his reaction to it was going to be more than it was. He seemed like he knew that he was going to win and he wasn't surprised. And maybe that was the case. But as far as the significance in golf, it's huge. It really is huge especially in this young generation with these long bombers. And I know Phil can hit a long way. I mean, he drove it past Kepka on 16, I think, or 15. And so you can't really have the length debate with this one, but you can have the age debate. And it was just incredible to see what Phil did. I think that this will motivate Tiger to come back and play. I think Tiger's almost... is. Not seeing this as a, as a threat, but seeing it as an opportunity that he can play golf if he stays healthy. And he can compete if he stays healthy. And I know he probably knew that, but seeing Phil do it, I think will definitely motivate Tiger to come back and try to play golf. So we're hoping on that. I still, we still don't really know his timetable for getting healthy and swinging a club so that's you know on the back burner but i do think it will motivate tiger what happened on 18 was one of the craziest scenes in golf and the tournament was over 
Once Phil hit that second shot, the tournament is over. But that was one of the craziest scenes in golf. How they lined up that crowd in front of Phil. I mean, there was a there was a crowd 15 deep between Phil and the green. And Phil's fighting off the crowd. You know, people are jumping on him. He's running out there. Security guards all over the place. And then the whole thing just gets out of control. And Kepka's just in a sea of people. You can't even you can't even find him. And no one knows what to say. No one knows what's going on. And then Phil comes out and he but then he has to get through this second crowd and he finally makes it on and it's like boom, okay, here it is. And and then everyone's crowding around the green. And you're like, well, where the fuck is Kepka? And then and then Kepka finally makes it out. And it was honestly, it was it was awesome because the tournament was over and it it was cool to have you know something exciting happen right there at the end so i loved it i thought it was hilarious and um i was still kind of worried that if kepka made his putt on 18 phil would have you know jammed his through or you know he had some questionable putts with relation to speed but what an incredible what an incredible scene i'm sure it was just insane to be there but yeah i mean phil and kepka clearly some tension i don't know if it goes back to when he you know didn't sign his autograph but that exchange when they were signing their scorecards was so awkward i mean phil go or kept goes oh nice play man phil goes thanks no problem and then that was it and then they they signed the cards and kepka was gone and kepka had a really nasty reaction to the whole thing which was honestly pretty disrespectful i thought kepka i don't know if you listened to his you know post-round presser but he was really upset and he was saying people were trying to ding up his knee and that it was extremely unprofessional it it seemed like kepka was it seemed like he was being a disrespectful loser you can lose the right way and you can lose the wrong way and it doesn't say anything about your competitiveness but it does matter and how kepka handled losing was not good and i think it's i think it's gonna have an effect on kepka's image going forward especially because he gives so many people shit about not closing in majors and he just he kind of was fell apart on sunday so those are my thoughts louis eustazen forever runner-up in major i don't i mean he won the open by what eight shots at st andrews in 2010 but he just it's he never really think he's gonna win and he was just there the entire time he was there the entire time and he's just god he should have won that tournament he really should have won that tournament i don't think he made a putt outside of eight feet the whole week think about that he really should have won this tournament this was his this was the one that he could have that he could have snatched and i don't think he's gonna win one kevin streelman the most boring player in all of golf the only guy who can contend at a major and you just have no interest in watching him and you don't hate him either because there's nothing wrong with the guy but he's just he's just got he's like paper he's just got nothing going on and the way he wears his sunglasses i know it's going around on twitter but i've kind of always felt this 
I don't understand it. He hits with his glasses on and then he takes them off to putt, but he dangles them on the back of his neck. I don't know. It's weird, but it's Kevin Streelman. So what do you expect? Ricky Fowler, incredible. It was incredible to, the way he finished on Sunday. And I that putt on 18 that he missed, and he made bogey, it would have gotten him into next year's Masters, which is crazy. Well, it's crazy that he missed it. But I, you know, it's kind of an opportunity missed. Whether he'll get there or not, he probably will. It seems like he's maybe found something this week. But watching him on Thursday, he looked really dialed. He looked really dialed. And I think there could be good things for Ricky coming. This was a massive week for his confidence. Um, so good bit on Ricky. He posted that number and then his name just kept climbing up the board. That was awesome to see. Uh, a couple, a couple last reactions here. Rory, I pretty sure I said that he was guaranteed to win. I think I guaranteed him to win. Um, so yeah, it was dark for Rory. It really was. It was just a classic Rory dark major. I don't even know what to say because he got the win. He got the monkey off his back, but He's up to his same old shit. He's up to his same old shit. And the discussion or this debate of who's going to win more majors, Rory or Kepka, they both have four. I don't know if either will win. I don't. Well, it was shocking to see Kepka this week, but the fact that he didn't win and the way that he didn't win, I don't know if he's going to win another one. And I don't know if Rory's going to win another one. Because it, he just can't do it. He can't. He can't get there. So I'm really discouraging for Rory, as a Rory fan, as a guy who thought he would play well this week. God, that was bad. Spieth probably should have contended, even though he really didn't contend at all. You never really thought at a, you know a point this week that Spieth was going to win. Putted horrendous. Just horrendous. He putted, which is which is shocking that he actually finished the week very well. Um, so Spieth should have contended. Nothing nothing bad to say about Spieth. The putting is maybe just it's an off week thing. He's gonna get it back. You know he's gonna get it back. He's too good of a putter not to. To see his ball striking there is a very good sign. Spieth expecting to contend in majors moving forward. Finau. Kind of a backdoory type finish, but solid golf. Same with Hovland. Kind of just, he's kind of just there. Kind of just played consistent. Solid golf. Nothing, nothing really shady. Nothing too exciting, but they're just there. And I think both are going to win majors very soon. Finau and Hovland, I think, are going to win majors very soon. Um, and then JT. I mean, watching JT. He was striping it on the range. He didn't quite have it on the course, but I don't think that this you can really say anything negative about JT. I think he kind of just had an off week. Maybe he just wasn't feeling the best. or I mean, sometimes you just don't have it. So I think this kind of just one of those weeks for JT. He's still one of the best players in the world, and I don't really think anything of it. DJ, however, is really off the off the books i mean 
I think he was he's the first player to miss the back to back cuts in majors as a world number one since Norman did in ninety seven, I believe. What's going on with DJ? What is going on with DJ? No one really knows. Maybe it's because Paulina's posting pictures with this other guy who is clear. I mean, go look at Paulina's Instagram and the guy that she's posting pictures with. It's it's insane. I mean, I know there's been rumors of them having an open relationship. That shit is insane. I don't know what's going on. DJ's got to figure it out because there's a US Open coming up and then there's a British coming up and he's got to figure it out. But those are my thoughts. And oh, and Rom, I wanted to just mention Rom. It's interesting how Rom has never competed in a major, really. John Rom has never truly contended in a major, which I think is really interesting because no one really ever talks about it. He's becoming now like the best player to never win a major. You know, you always have that debate, but and he's obviously not old enough to be in that list. But Rom major he's never really contended and i don't know why he's so good he's number three in the world there's no reason why he shouldn't contend in most majors at least just be in the picture be in the picture where on saturday he has a realistic chance and that wasn't the case i think he might have top 10 or whatever but he was never really there so those are my thoughts we're going to do a big episode later in the week, but want to get that out. I hope I wasn't too boring. And those are my thoughts. Unbelievable major. The PGA Championship has turned it around. This was incredible. Incredible tournament. Incredible winner. It's a great week. We'll catch you later this week and look out for episode. Bye.